Disclaimer, we do not agree with or support J.K. Rowling's bigotry and prejudice in any way, shape, or form, and we also do not tolerate Draco stands or Death Eater sympathizers. However, you are all warmly welcome to tune in to our podcast. We'd also like to forewarn everyone that we will be mentioning later books and events in every episode. So here's your official spoiler alert. On with the show! Bye! Enjoy! <laughs> Volkanov here with Colin Bones. Welcome to Ron and Hermione. No. Welcome to Ron and oh Hermione God. minus the romance. Let's get to the. <laughs> no, we don't! Just keep going! Why does everything have to be a redo for you? Hello, this is editing Colin here to tell you that this episode was a dumpster fire. Not really. I'm sure it's great. It is great. It is great. Keep listening. Don't turn this off, please. But I... So many audiophiles have gone corrupt at this point. Um, if you listen to this when it first came out, there was about, like, 15 minutes of pure silence, which is lovely, you know. Um, so here I am, back to re-edit this, when I've already edited this, like, 50 times because it keeps on destroying these audio files. So bear with us <laughs> that it kind of starts halfway through, and I'm so sorry that you had to lose on our tintillating banter. I don't think that was the right word. But please enjoy the rest of this episode. I'm so sorry. <sighs> he just, he let two 11-year-olds handle the dragon situation and didn't step in at any moment and go like, hey guys, it's cool, like, I got this. He was just like, oh, let them handle it. We don't technically know if he did know about the dragon stuff. Yeah, but we can, like... He technically could have just found it on the roof. <laughs> yeah, because he his nightly stroll <laughs> to the astronomy tower. Also, like... which begs the question, I didn't even talk about this before, but, um... People could just fly into the school. Mm. Why the heck <laughs> was Draco working so hard to try and get the Death Eaters into school when you can just fly in? I, I mean, I guess there was probably more precaution members put in once the war was like starting yeah. back up. But still, oh my gosh. <laughs> this kind of leads into the next chapter, actually. Because my question is, why the why is Dumbledore flying to the ministry and not apparating? Maybe he likes to fly. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like on his broomstick. <laughs> He's like, might as well just bust out the old broom because <laughs> I'm going to the ministry. Oh my God. That's so funny. Okay. <laughs> I have nothing to say before, like, we get into, like, through the trap I said, door, but, um... Here, I said... Harry's little speech is very sad for him when he's talking about how his parents are dead yeah. and basically this is all, like, it's all, like, he he is everything yeah. to lose. No, he has nothing to lose. <laughs> the amount of weight on his shoulders 
as an 11 year old is insane and I know I say this a lot but I really mean it like in his own series I feel like Harry's character is so underrated and like under like investigated too like people don't spend time you know even though yeah he was the narrator like we got to see more into his life than anyone else's but people forget the sheer amount of trauma that Harry had at 11 years old like can we talk about his nightmares for a second like what does that sound like to you? Because for me, it kind of sounds like PTSD. And that really would make sense. Because think of the amount of people he has seen die in front of him. And he's probably thinking it's because of him. Because sure, yeah, Voldemort was after him. Doesn't mean it's his fault that Cedric and Sirius that and all of those scene people died. in Deathly Hollows, where he's walking through the bodies and he's so unfazed by it, is honestly horrible. Like, that's one of the worst to read parts yeah it's so awful and like he just feels like he can't even he just has nothing to say anymore because he's just so used to it you know thinking that people are he said it all yeah he said all of it like what does he even do oh my gosh it's so awful like it's so oh god yeah but i just i feel like no one spends time thinking like if he was a real person like no one asks i mean yeah people do but like not enough people are thinking like dude is he okay people are just so busy like being pissed that he lost them 150 points and not thinking like let's think about this kid's life and think about how horrible it's been like i would be asking him like dude like is everything okay like what what, is there anything like you need like for real um okay so ron and hermione are homies they're like let's go (laughs) wait I have a note from like before this it's very quick it's very quick I just wrote I said I love that Fred, George, and Lee are literally in the Black Lake playing with the squid (laughs) I just think that's the funniest mental image is that the first mention of the giant squid in the whole book that's what threw me off because they don't introduce the giant squid in that scene they're just like they're playing with the giant squid like hello it's just the funniest mental image because it says they've got their like pants rolled up and they're waiting in the shallows like it says that they're like tickling its tentacles and i'm like (laughs) i just love that they as what are they 13 that's what they're doing on a nice summer's day they're waiting in the black lake playing with a giant squid okay now that i've gotten my squid note out of the way go ahead with what you were saying about (laughs) ron and hermione so Oh, wait, yeah, no, they're the true homies. Yes. The true absolutely. MVPs. They're like, yeah, let's go. Let's go fight some <laughs> Snape. Snape. Um, <laughs> okay, so are you a witch or not is one of my favorite lines from Harry Potter. <laughs> so and I love the book version of the Devil's Snare scene so much more than the movies. Yeah. And it really establishes Hermione's flaws. Like, she's not good at handling herself under pressure. I'm like, Ron... Who, like, strives, like, who's motivated more to do something when he has to do something in the moment. Yeah. Like, he's, he's at his best. The way that he's... he, like, did his homework the day it was due for, like, seven years. <laughs> right. That's, ex- that's what, how Ron strives. Yeah. And um, I feel like... Also, what the hell were they thinking in the movie? Why did they make the devil snare literally quicksand? What was going on in their brains? <laughs> and also, I get the need to, like, make Hermione have that moment in the movies because they cut out the potion scene, so it makes sense yes. that Hermione needs something to prove herself. 
but ugh. making Ron into like I still hate it. Yeah, making Ron look yeah. like he just has no idea what he's doing isn't that fair. was the start of the ruining of Ron. Yeah, I, the re- when they saw how he could look scared, that's they were like looking at that and they were like, "Wow, Rupert Grant." That's going to be your character for the next seven movies, okay? Look yeah. scared. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, this definitely sets up Hermione's flaws, but I think that it's, like, not right for us to say that, like, Hermione can't handle herself in these situations, because, yeah, she freaked out. No. That wasn't the... She handles it more than, like, a normal person. Yeah, could, absolutely. Like of the three. Of the three, sure. Maybe, yeah. Because it's like, yeah, she was like, at least she got the answer, because none of them, like... Harry and Ron, mm-hmm. like, wouldn't have known. Like, I'm sure that after a while, being, Which like, also, tackled like, by a plant. Professor Sprout, you're you're guarding this huge thing, and you chose something an 11-year-old would know? Like, you taught in class? Hello? Yeah, but... What were you thinking? At the same time, two, uh, two out of three of people in said class did not know or remember what it was. I don't even think she had taught it in their class. Hermione had just, like, read it in a book. No, because they said, good thing Hermione oh, yeah, is you're teaching right, you're in right, you're right. Yeah, but still, it's like, two out of three did not remember. And I'm sure that if Hermione had not been there, after being tackled completely by this plant, they would have been like, oh, you're right, that's what it is. Now we have to remember how to get rid of it. <laughs> like, I think the thing about Hermione is that she's quick with the answers, like in any situation, like in this one, like, she had the answer. You know, she had, you know, this is what we do, this is how we fix it. But she just didn't know where to start with fixing it. She's like, okay, <laughs> devil snare, we need fire. And then she's like, damn, you know, she's too practical for her own good. She, you know, she like, you know, she's like, damn, there's no wood. Because <laughs> that's how you start a fire, you know, because she's taking. And you know, um, there's a, they come back to that in book seven. There's a little callback to that at the end when um, they're trying to get through the Whomping Willow, right? And she's like. Damn, oh, I think yeah. like Crookshanks right now. And she's like, he's like, and Ron says it again. He's like, are you a witch or not? Yeah, it's just, you and know, she's too practical because starting a fire with wood is like starting a fire 101. You know, you start it like this and then, you you know, she's she's taking the steps to literally, which, yes, is one of mm-hmm. her biggest flaws. So, you know, she, she had her moment where she forgot. And that's the thing. It's like they need each other. Like, it doesn't mean mm-hmm. that any one of them is like better than the other you know, but they just, they need each no. other. That's what it is. It's like, they, they fit together and that's why they did so well in situations like this. Cause they each have something to bring to the table. Um, I also, and it's so easy to say like, oh, Hermione is smartest. So she's the most useful. And that's not the case. Like <laughs> Hermione, like she's not like her role in the books is not to be the action hero. No. Like they make her like that in the movies. Like they have multiple points where she's like, "Wow, girl power." But like, no, that's not who Hermione I feel is. Like you, and it's okay. Yeah, I feel like she brought the like, you know, girl power whatever in different ways. Like she didn't need mm-hmm. I, Although I love that scene. You know, she didn't need to like punch Malfoy in the face to be a badass. You know, like <laughs> she was this Bitch slap was better. The slap was better. <laughs> Colin! That's like the worst swear word we've said on the show. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, but, you know, she brought that in other ways. You know, she didn't have to be the action hero to be, like, really cool. Like, you know, she was that because she was intelligent and because she valued that above most other things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Oh yeah, I forgot. I have like 
a bunch of notes from before they went through the trap door. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wait, 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 really, really fast. I'm so sorry. We keep doing this, like backtracking. <gasps> They're so short. They're so short. Okay, I said. Um, You're ruining I, everything. <laughs> I just said, okay, I said, I love Hagrid. And he was taken advantage of, in a sense, in that bar. But why couldn't he see the millions of red flags flying all over the place? Like, they targeted mm-hmm. him because they knew he was a weak link. And he gave it to them. Like, he gave them everything they needed. I'm like, why? I just, I, we see this, you know, a lot. Hagrid, like, just not being all there. But, like, at the same time, it's like, right. who wouldn't think, wow, so I'm in a bar. Where I'm a regular. He was yeah, because he, <laughs> he was let someone get him drunk. And it's like, I hate to be that person, but it's like, why would you, like, why <laughs> would you, you know, and this, like, why would you let someone, like, buy you a drink in the first place? Like, I don't care who you are, like, and I'm not going to, like, victim blame Hagrid, but at the same time, it's like, what? it's, I just, I read. We don't know what Hagrid's into. Maybe Hagrid's <laughs> like, wow, Voldemort, you're looking kind of, okay, you can oh buy God. me a drink, like. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's, it's horrible, because I'm like. <laughs> Hagrid, the bisexual king. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that was my note on that. It's like, I just, come on. You know, um, I said, oh, I said, McGonagall seems like that kind of adult that just doesn't believe kids no matter what they say. They were like, hey, (laughs) professor, I have literal proof or like very good reason to believe that someone's trying to believe the stone. And she's like, um, what? I would know that. Go outside. For real? Haven't weirder things happened at Hogwarts than this? Right. Like, have... You would think that after teaching there for, like, what did she say? She said in the fifth book that she had been teaching there for, like, 39 years that December. So now it's, like, I can't even do that math in my head. Well, like, 33 years she's been teaching there. Like, weirder things have happened. Why not maybe, just maybe, take a little look into that problem instead of just ignoring them? It's, like... Yeah, it's like, I hate those adults because they're like, you know, kids will say something and it's like, I don't believe you. Like, the teacher will say, like, they did this. And if the kid's like, no, I didn't, they're like, no, authority over all else. And it's like, what is the (laughs) point of having children if you're not going to listen to them? Or, like, being a teacher if you're just going to ignore your students, like, no matter what they say. It's just... Moments like these in stories are the reasons, like, I tell my friends, like, if I tell you that I time-traveled, you better believe me. Like, I... (laughs) Like, I understand, like, if I tell you that something crazy happened, if I tell you that I rode a unicorn here and that the world was ending, I need you to believe me and you need to help bro out, okay? (laughs) I would probably have a lot of practical questions, but I would still do my best to support you in whatever was going on in that moment. (laughs) Okay, so I wanted to point something out I only, I noticed recently. Okay. So, the trio obviously all, like, have a challenge in these rooms yes. to, like, prove themselves, right? That plays to their strengths. But I didn't notice that they actually all have two rooms, okay? Uh-huh. So, Hermione has the devil's snare yes. and the potions yes. room. Harry has the keys and then the mirror. Uh-huh. And Ron has chess the and troll. then the troll because Ron had defeated the troll before. Yep. I'm, I don't... It just came to me. I don't... Call me a genius. Yeah, like... I don't know. It's like I wrote this book. 
I'm the ghostwriter for Harry oh Potter. Gosh. It's okay. Yeah. We can also, confirm Also, I it. wanted to say that... No, I didn't come up with some of that transphobic garbage. Yeah. <laughs> also, I wanted to say that Harry impersonating the Bloody Baron makes me laugh so hard when I imagine We're it. going back again. I'm sorry. This is... We're going no, back. Sorry, I swear, this is the last one. Okay. Imagine an 11-year-old trying to pretend to be, like, a grown man with a super deep voice, and Peeves believed him. I just think that's, like, the funniest moment whenever I reread it. So, yeah, let's move forward now. (laughs) Okay, so, honestly, the chess scene makes more sense in the movie since in the book they don't even try to just walk across the board. They're like, okay, we have to make our way across cool like they don't even try like you think like just walk like you like that seems well, like I'm a sure way that, easier way to portray that you can't do i'm it. sure that the chess pieces would have blocked them if they would have tried in the books even if they didn't i'm sure at this point they were like whatever we might as well you know like <laughs> what else is gonna happen to us today you know like i'm and they did ask the chess piece. That's, like, the weirdest thing I've ever said. They did ask the chess piece, and he said, yes, you have to play your way across. Who were they to deny mm-hmm. the chess piece in that room? But also, like, why does stuff just, like, rebuild? Like, why would they put that enchantment in there? I guess it makes sense. But, like, the devil's... Okay, so devil snare just can't be killed, apparently. And it no. just grows back, yeah. right? It, yeah. And... It a, like, a magical plant, so I would not be surprised. But, like... The troll and the keys are the only ones that, like, actually... Because the troll is a living restart. thing. It's like, how is... Right. How are they going to make a I troll I guess that was restart? actually probably part of Quirrell's, like, Quirrell's challenge, is that he put something in there that could have been defeated once. But I guess we, like, we see that, like, there are broken chess pieces to the side to show that somebody has already been there. Yeah. Um, But it's weird that they appear. just, like, can rebuild. And they... But, like, isn't that count as, like, creating something out of nothing? Like, that's one of the rules. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they had things in there already, like, maybe, like, tiny chess pieces that when, you know, for ones would break, they would transfigure themselves into larger ones when, like, the door opened or something like that. Okay, but surely... There should be, like, an alarm that goes to Dumbledore when this all starts. Like, there should be something that ticks it off. Like, hey, like, somebody's going in there. right now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, he's like, wait a minute. I didn't send one of my teachers down there. Like, (laughs) what's going on? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, to be fair, he did did realize when he arrived in London, he was like, hey, I should probably, like, not be here right now. And then he arrived just as Harry was falling to the floor. (laughs) So... (laughs) Okay, so I will never forgive J.K. Rowling for not letting Ron lead the Battle of Hogwarts. We literally see he can do battle strategy. Do you realize how cool of a throwback that would have been? Oh my gosh, that... (laughs) Yeah, I feel like like, the idea of, like, one person, like like an Avengers scene one person like you know Avengers assemble and they're just charging the Death Eaters is so <laughs> that's weird not what cheesy. I meant I meant like McGonagall being like oh turn like turns to Ron and is like oh I know you're good at chess or whatever and like <laughs> she's not Scottish <laughs> yes yeah, she like, is <laughs> no, she's not um, <laughs> <laughs> she's like um 
I, I need you to defend the men. Tell them where to go. I don't know. I'm a measly what little is this? woman. Is this Women Scottish? Don't is think. this Irish? <laughs> like, I don't even, your accent is like all over the place. Like, I get what you're saying now. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. It's like, I mean, Ron was kind of preoccupied in that moment you know like they had shit to do sorry i'm sorry they had things they to had do. time to make out okay <laughs> that was like to... two seconds they like jumped on each other harry was like guys and then they broke apart <laughs> and it was like that quick but like i don't know i feel like i feel like it wouldn't have made much sense to break ron away from like horcruxes in that moment because they needed him even if you know like they needed him to be a like waiting for Harry and waiting for Hermione to like figure out like what they were gonna do next. It's like the Battle of Hogwarts was happening. Okay, but you know it would made more sense if in while Harry, well Ron was te- like leading the battle, right? Like telling them where to go. Harry and Hermione went down to the Chamber of Secrets and he opened the door because it's ridiculous that you can just learn Parseltongue and that's the I, main thing we know about it. I do think it. that's stupid that he was just able to like listen to Harry. How did he know that Harry was saying open in his sleep? Right. Did he, did he, he know? He could have been saying like carne asada burrito. Like that would not have been <laughs> yeah, helpful. Yeah, did he know? Like I think that part, like I agree with you that I think the fact that Ron like Harry talks in sleep. Well, did you know that he was dreaming about the door and that he would be telling mm-hmm. the door to open? Like did you know that? But we're not even It makes sense there. if he was, like, said specifically, like, in Order of the Phoenix. Like, I heard him saying open because it would make sense because Harry's trying to get through the door. Yes, that would have and made he would be like, more sense. open. Yeah. But, like... <laughs> but, um... But I feel like, you know, Harry and Hermione going to Chamber of Secrets, Harry should have been the one to go because he was the one that spoke Parseltongue. But besides that, uh-huh. like, Harry was... It was just a way to make time because I guess you yeah, don't want to, just... like, spend time to, like, go get the... <laughs> teeth and then you have to go all the way back up and get the yeah, freaking you know, diadem Harry, Harry had to get the diadem and the thing is that like that was something that I really do think that like he kind of had to do alone like this was the thing that he had to find in the battle of Hogwarts like would have made absolutely no sense if he wouldn't have found the diadem like it all would have mm-hmm. been for absolutely nothing so I feel like you know them all completely splitting up and having Ron be preoccupied with something completely unrelated would have made it a whole lot more difficult because the Battle of Hogwarts is happening and while what they're doing is completely related to it, it's also its own separate thing, you know? Like, it's all, like, it's related, but at the same time, there's two different things happening at once and I feel like Ron had to, in a sense, either be with them or be entirely focused on finding the Horcrux first and then helping out with the battle later. Okay, here's my proposal, okay? Okay. okay. <laughs> so, Ron, Ron's leading the charge, right? He's directing. So. <laughs> I think that idea is so dumb. They all get in a line no, and they charge. <laughs> okay, that's so and weird. then Harry goes down to the Chamber of Secrets by himself. By himself. Hermione and Ginny go to the Room of Requirement to look for the diadem because Ginny was the only other person who would have known where the diadem was because Harry, they were there together when they Did were- Did she notice it, though? Was that Wait, something no, that, that was only also... in the movie, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, did she, I feel like, yeah, he went by himself in the book to put the, did he? I or don't did Ginny take him? We're gonna find out. We are in like three books from now, so five <laughs> books from now. Um, yeah, but Six. I feel like the idea, yeah, you're right. The idea of Ron having that moment in the battle is like, yeah, something that he would have been nice to see, but at the same time, like, he needed to be like, 
present in the Horcrux hunt before he was able he to separate to make himself. He needed to up for what he did in the middle of the book. He needed to, like, yeah. show some He had to courage. be fully present in, like, that, the Horcrux hunting moment because, like, that was their thing together and they all three had to be very focused on that before they could separate from that task. Like, once the diadem was gone, that task was virtually over and then they could focus themselves on the battle. But even then, they had to be, you know, supporting Harry and, like, what he was he was really going through there. But, um, you know, and what was going on with him. Like, there were just so many things that they had to do before they could help out with the battle. Another note on the movies. They yes. make I, I get not, like, wanting to harm an 11-year-old. But, like, they make him, like, getting knocked to the floor look so not serious for how much they amp it up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like... In the book, he lit, but the queen knocks him out with the hilt of her sword and then yeah. drags him across the room. Like that's yeah. pretty serious. Like yeah, for sure. But I, I do in the movies. I watch it and I like cringe, not because of like how unserious it looks, but like all of that rubble falling on him definitely makes it look serious. At least for me, like I definitely get what you're saying. Like it was, it was way worse in the books. Like I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying that like the thought of like all of that like stone in like marble and all of that it like makes hitting more him more sense for him to not be on a horse because you think hey jump off the horse yeah <laughs> but, but um <laughs> i think that was part of the the task though that it was right he who was playing chess that would have to be knocked down for it to count but um no i get what you're you saying don't like, just make that assumption especially at 11 you're like oh i'm just gonna jump off horsey <laughs> go to h12 i like i don't know <laughs> Yeah, no, I definitely, like, I agree with you. Like, I get what you're saying. But at the same time, it's like, that scene still, like, at least when I still watch it, like, I do see the very obvious difference between that part in the books and the movies. But at the same time, like, there's this one scene where you see a piece, like, a giant chunk of, like, marble hit him in the face and, like, bounce off. And I just think about that and it's just, like, yeah, it just, oh my god, that wasn't, no, that was an actual explosion on set. Are you serious? Yeah. And they kept it in the film. <laughs> Are you I'm, serious? No, like, so much. Yeah, I'm actually serious right oh now. Oh my god. No, yeah, but still, like, that... Something wrong with the fire, I think. Weird. And they, like, fully, it, that's, like, If you actually pay attention to it, it literally cuts him across the face and you can see it. No, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. It, like, fully, it cuts him on the face. And I think the fact that he, like, stayed in character when that happened is incredible because I would have gotten up, like, what is going on? Like, what, what was that? <laughs> I would have just ruined the take. Like, what was that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> he might have. He just fell to the floor and then was like, okay, we're done. Um, so, uh, uh, I didn't really take any notes on the potion scene, but it's really good and I like it. Yeah. I wish they kept it in the movie. Same. I just think, like, I may be a I've still claw, never but... been able to figure it out, the, po- the puzzle. <sighs> Absolutely not. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. When I was rereading, I'm like, I may be a Ravenclaw, but it would have taken me at least six years to get out. They also don't really give you enough information about what the potions look like or anything. To no, but that's the thing. It it's like, obviously, you have to be able to figure it out from those clues because she did it. Like, I just, I know that you have to be able to, but at the same time, like, that's an intense amount of logic that I just, like, I'm a very logical person, wouldn't you say? But, like, that I, <laughs> I don't do riddles. I rarely ever can get riddles right. Like, yeah, no, it's just way too much, <laughs> way too much. It would have taken me, like, absolutely years to get out of that room. 
Like, Dumbledore would have come how, back, and I would have been okay. standing in that room. Like, I can't get out. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all I have to say um, through the trap door. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just say, um, I think I accidentally just deleted one. Oh, yeah. Um, I actually, like, I said, like, I mean, I, I asked a question, and then I answered it myself. It's like, so in Voldemort's, like, compromised position, he could still independently perform legitimacy, because he knew that Harry was lying about what he saw in the mirror. He knew that, and he knew virtually, like, what was going on in Harry's head. Harry's defenses were completely down. He didn't know that, like, mind reading was a thing he had to worry about. Right. But, like, so I just, I find that interesting, because, like, he independently, because the fact that his face is completely plastered to the back of Quirrell's head gives me the impression. i the next chapter right now. <laughs> oh, my bad. Yeah. But still, it's like, are they, like, I forgot that we're doing three chapters, not two. But still, I'm like, what? Okay, yeah, just... I'll talk about that later, like, more once we get to the next chapter. <laughs> okay. No, we are moving on, so yeah, it's okay. No. Yeah. Okay, sure, then I'll keep going. But, um, you know, it leads me... The fact that his face is, like, fully, like, flat against Quirrell's head leads me to believe that in some capacity, they're sharing a brain. Right, but Quirrell doesn't know. Quirrell's not reading Harry's mind. Yeah, exactly. So I find that interesting. Like, two people are having independent thoughts in virtually the same brain space so how right. like how would it really work him independently like performing legitimacy like obviously it worked i don't, know. He I don't did really it. know how it works either like can they have two brains like are they having the entire two skulls attached to their brain right now i don't even know because like that would make <laughs> coral's head abnormally large and like stick out in well he has places. a turban on True, so but I don't, they didn't really say that his head was, like, insanely, like, really big or, like, jutting out at weird angles. They just said <laughs> that there was a face on the back of it. I feel like anatomy wasn't really taken into consideration when this was written. Um, right. <laughs> so, so, you know, being really confused about it isn't, like, probably the most productive use of use of my time. But I was reading it, and I was like, how is this, like, working? Like, how, how does it happen? <laughs> Okay, so she definitely didn't think of this yet, but does it make sense for Quirrell to address Voldemort as Voldemort when we see later that the Death Eaters aren't allowed to say his name? No. I wouldn't... Was it that they weren't allowed to say his name or that they were too afraid of him to, like, address... Like, they weren't on a first-name basis. (laughs) Bellatrix was, like, like, yelling at them for saying it, right? I think that was more of, like, a half fear half respect i guess it's like because he's this major dark wizard they were like we're not on a first name basis maybe quirrell felt that because they were sharing a body that he had every right to like use i mean maybe they had this conversation We've gotten this far like... in the relationship okay <laughs> we maybe moved it together <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe they had that conversation when voldemort was like let me use your body he's like okay dude let's Ooh. just i know that you're this like big guy or whatever but like we're on a first-name basis, because if you're gonna, like, hang out in my body, then (laughs) we're gonna, I'm gonna use your first name. (laughs) Voldemort was probably like, okay, dude, like, it's the least I could do, and so, like, maybe that's what happened. Okay. So, oh, wait. Oh, my gosh, that's really the whole note I have on the quirrel section. (laughs) That's it? Yeah. I have a note on the end of your feast. It's kind oh, of Oh, no, I do I have more notes on this chapter, it. just not about okay, yeah. the Quirrell situation. But we know it okay, happens, okay? Harry kills Quirrell in cold blood. 
in cold blood. It was self-defense. <laughs> okay, so I... You sound s- like we're at a trial right now, and you're, like, on the prosecution, you're like, it was murder. <laughs> like... It's honestly weird that there wasn't a trial, but, um, okay. <laughs> so I said before maybe I... Maybe it was because... I mean, they're very corrupt they government, but... <laughs> <laughs> so I said before I was confused about the Dumbledore letter situation, but I now understand, okay? He yes, basically, he never got wrong. it. He never got it, okay? Yeah. He just I, knew I, to I come back, and he arrives at Hogwarts right after they send the letter. So false alarm. Yes. I'm crazy. <laughs> yes. I feel like I told you that. I was like, didn't he just, like, not get the letter? Because I, yeah, I remember oh, him saying, like, we yeah. must have crossed in midair. I I wonder, though, if, like, he was, literally, like, flying and the owl was like, wait, 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 that's him. He just couldn't catch up. <laughs> so sad. Because he's flying, like, his Mercedes of brooms and he's like. <laughs> Mercedes. I wonder if he had it. I wonder if he had it. Oh, he definitely. 2000. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I feel like. He probably had the 2001 on loves a good broom. Like. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Like, Maybe he's like Voldemort and can fly without a broom. Okay, so this is might be a little... I should probably should save this till Chamber of Secrets. But, um, so we know that it's... The joke is that the Nimbus 2000 literally was made 2,000 times. Like, that's why they move on to Nimbus 2001. Because that's the 2001th model, Okay. <laughs> Did you not put that together? Why didn't I know this. <laughs> no, I just thought it was like it's like cars too. They'll be like this or like what any kind of thing. They're like this is the, you know, whatever three thousand right. and five that, million. It's a joke. It's, like, it's a joke of oh my gosh, it's two thousand and one. But that's what it implies is that there's two thousand versions of the Nimbus two thousand, which begs the okay. question. Okay, so how freaking slow was the first Nimbus? <laughs> If, like, okay, so, the Nimbus 2000, the 2000 is fast, is, yeah. but, like, it's, it's only can go so fast, and <laughs> how slow, like, are they going at a snail's pace? Like, I don't think they need 2000 <laughs> versions if they're only going maybe this the, far. Maybe the slowest Nimbus is, like, made for children so that they wouldn't, like, kill themselves on their first broom. And then the Nimbus business began. Nimbus business. (laughs) The Nimbus business. (laughs) Okay, so to other students, just to point out, the kid, they just saw kids get rewarded 50 points each for playing chess, being logical, being brave, and standing up to friends. They're probably very confused. No, but wait, 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 wait. They all knew what happened because Dumbledore said, you know, what happened is a complete secret. So naturally, the entire school knows. Right. But still. It was probably very embellished because we see later that when crazy things happen, people make the stories absolutely insane. And people be like, did you really, like, you know, like, make friends with a dragon in the Chamber of Secrets? And he'll be like, what? (laughs) You know, stories like that. People probably thought the game of chess is like a metaphor for something absolutely insane. But people knew what happened. And that I actually had a note about that. I said, I know that people hate this part, but it would have been absolutely ludicrous of Dumbledore to not award Gryffindor extra points for but what happened But the thing is, there. here's what it, he shouldn't have announced. They shouldn't have decorated for Slytherin. They should not have said, hey, yeah. here, Slytherin is that the winner. That was mean. They should have came <laughs> in just and been like, okay, it is time to announce the final winners, okay? And then they go on to give points. Okay, yeah, that would have been a that little I bit agree better. With. 
Yes, I agree with that. Like, I, I've had people say that just they don't think that Gryffindor deserve the extra points, which I think is crazy. If you don't think that they deserve extra points for what they did there, like, you're they crazy. They saved the world. <laughs> they literally saved literally. the world. They literally saved the world. And, um, yeah, so I feel like it was just kind of a Maybe Neville. to, like, have Neville Slytherin. is cute. That's cute. But seriously, did Neville really, did he really need that? I mean... I feel like after the year Neville had, he really needed it. I feel like Dumbledore yeah. probably knew that. Okay, but, like, you're telling me that there's nobody... Like, he basically got points for being a Gryffindor. Like... <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, yeah. you, you're telling me that only Gryffindor needed extra points. Like, you're giving Neville that, and you're not telling me, like, Hannah Abbott didn't produce a good plant or something. Like... <laughs> What the heck is yeah. happening? I I can see that argument with Neville's points. However, no one else did anything nowhere, like, anywhere near what Harry, Ron, and Hermione did. I keep wanting to call it the Chamber, because that's basically what it was. But it wasn't the Chamber of Secrets, and I don't want to confuse They people. don't even have a name Down, for it. Like, they don't. That's honestly weird. <laughs> like, they are always Down named in, for things. Yeah, but anyways, like, down wherever they were. Like, the Weasleys you know, have a name for their house. Who does that? <laughs> People name their cars these days. Okay, I'm not, yeah. like, surprised by it. Even, like, there's Malfoy Manor, too. Like, what? <laughs> Who's naming I mean, their houses? That's not, that's not really, in, like, a cool name. It's, like, Malfoy, their surname. Manor, the type of house. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's just... That's like saying, like, Malfoy Mansion. It's just like... <laughs> now, yeah, now I see why they went for Manor. Ma- Malfoy Mansion yeah. does not sound as luxurious. <laughs> sounds like, like some weird, like, kid's hotel. <laughs> Ooh, why is that so correct? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so, it's so true, though. It sounds like one of those kid hotels. Like, come down to Malfoy Mansion. It's, like, in Florida. It's, like... <laughs> It sounds like you were assigned a project to, like, study an old building in your hometown. Oh my god. Yeah, that's, that's honestly true. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I feel like, I feel like Gryffindor deserved the extra points. However, it was a mean dro- joke to play on the Slytherins to have them come in and think they won. Then be like, just kidding! And then just switch the decorations. Like, and clearly, like, the Slytherins were, like, genuinely being, like... Like, they can't have all have gotten that points from Snape. That's what you got to think about. Like, Slytherins were probably actually doing well in their classes, and that's kind of sad that they didn't win. <laughs> did they, um, do they start with zero at the beginning of the year, or do they start I with I believe they start with zero. And either go up. Okay. And then they would have to get up into, like, the 400s. Wait, yes, because... I mean, I would... I believe the yeah, next years would... they start from zero as well. I, yeah, I would say that I'm sure the bulk of those were from Snape. I'm sure that he wasted no time in saying, like, oh, you walk to class on time? Ten points to Slytherin. Right. Like, I can see him doing that. People However, make that joke I'm not about Dumbledore, say... but, like, Dumbledore doesn't give out points, at, like, at Stupid all points. until, like, the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. And it's literally for saving like the world. Like, I don't know what you want. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then Snape... What did, I remember him giving, like, Slytherin some really, like, stupid points, like, one year, and it made me so angry. It was, like, in one of the books. I can't remember (laughs) right now. But, like, yeah, I'm not gonna say that, like, Slytherins did nothing right and that all of their points were from Snape, but I will say that I would be willing to bet 
money that a lot of them were from him. Yeah. Like, half or more, maybe maybe just half, were from him, saying, like, oh, you did absolutely nothing? 15 points to Slytherin, <laughs> because I hate everyone. <laughs> you know? Because I couldn't get to Ginger. <laughs> no he'd be like he'd see Malfoy be like you know what 20 points of Slytherin because I hate being a teacher (laughs) (laughs) you make my life easier because you say that I'm your favorite teacher when I literally uh, do absolutely nothing why did Snape become a teacher in the first place (laughs) I I really like I really could not tell you well, like, did he become a teacher when he went to Dumbledore's side? That might have been it. But I feel Probably. like there are ways that you can not be... Like, you can still be there, but you don't have to, like, <laughs> be a teacher. I guess it's a good cover. I don't know what they do. Like, replace Filch? Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, Snape is <laughs> Filch would have been great. That would also, be so like, funny. why are they doing... Like, I get, like, giving Filch a job because he's a squib, and that seems like a nice thing to do. But yes, also, that is you nice. are literally wizards, and you're giving the one person who can't do magic clean up. Are you crazy? Like, you realize he can... All of the work he does in a day, you could solve in, like, five seconds. Like, that's so horrible. Like, this torture. Honestly, yeah. Filch deserves it just a tiny bit. But, like... (laughs) Not completely. I would want to rink children from the ceiling if that was my job, too. (laughs) You'd want to, like, hang them from their ankles. Oh, I oh probably should have said that, but, like... <laughs> you were about to say ring their necks, weren't you? <laughs> <Was. Yes. laughs> yeah, I could tell. Because he said ring ring them from the ceiling. <laughs> no, you were going to say ring their necks. And I know that, and it's okay, oh. because we may not be custodians or teachers, but we've all felt like that at least a thousand times, just being <laughs> At least a thousand times. <laughs> just, just in a day. <laughs> Just just walking to class and you'll find, like, ten reasons to be angry about something. As soon as you get to school, it's like, oh. <laughs> you, do- you just walk in, you're like, I hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> that person looked at me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's what high school is, though. It's like, don't talk to me. Don't look at me. Don't give me any reason to, like, blow up on you for no reason. <laughs> okay. That's the end. It only took us forever. <laughs> well, thank you everyone for tuning in for the last episode of Oh my the gosh. Stone. We're going to continue. Yeah. I don't know if you thought we'd just yeah, stop. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to start the Chamber of Secrets next week. Oh my so gosh. Yeah. Uh, honestly, we're kind of just, like, trying to get through the first two, aren't we? They're not, like, the best ones. I, like, people, like, hate on them so much, but they're, they're sweet. They're good. They're, they're sweet. Just, yeah, they're sweet. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're cute. They can stay What's in your... the corner. <laughs> What's your favorite book, Colin? Just so oh, that the people, the people know. Maybe we should announce it when we get to it. No, that sounds stupid, because it's not going to be, like... Yeah. Okay, mine's Prisoner of like, Azkaban. Hooray, this is my favorite book. Yeah. Yours, yeah. Mine, mine has always been a really, like, a tie between Goblet of Fire and um, Order of the Phoenix. I love Order of the Phoenix, too. Um, 
For some reason, I don't like Goblet of Fire very much. I don't really know why. It's so random to me. Like, I I don't have a particular problem with it. Maybe it's just the sports appeal that goes along with it. But, like... (laughs) (laughs) I don't... Yeah, yeah. I, um, I may hate playing sports, but every once in a while I enjoy, like, watching them. I would say, like, if I had to rank the books really quickly, I would say tied for first would be Goblet of Fire and Order of the Phoenix. Next would be... God, another tie, another tie oh between gosh. Prisoner of Azkaban and, um, and Deathly Hallows, and then Half-Blood Prince, and then the first book, and then Chamber of Secrets, and Dead Last. I still like it, but it's just, like, my least favorite. Okay. Ah, now I need to think. Okay, so Here it's is, definitely... It's time for Colin's, um, Half-Blood Prince slander. Oh my gosh, no, now. we're not, we can't get there yet until we get to Half-Blood Prince, okay? <laughs> I... Um, so, first place is Prisoner of Azkaban. Second place, okay. Order of the Phoenix. Okay, <laughs> brushing through. Third place, Deathly Hollows. <laughs> Fourth, uh... Mm, Goblet How of Fire. How are you going to put Goblet of Fire? Yeah, okay, that's what I think. Uh, what, 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 like what am I at? What am I at? Five? <laughs> um, you've got the first and the second one left. No, I have Half-Blood Prince, too. Um, oh, yeah. Then... <laughs> Sorcerer's Stone, and then Half-Blood Prince, and then Chamber of Secrets. Yeah, Chamber of Secrets is in, in last for both. I don't. Of us. It's like yeah, it's good, it's and good. I like it. It's just my least favorite. It's also I, I can't get on my, my Half-Blood Prince movie. rant. It's not. I don't like hate it. It's just the least interesting of like the big ones to me. Of you yeah, know. I think I still really like it. Actually, I think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Because it's the beginning of, like, Harry and Ginny. It's definitely a transition. Like, we don't meet any, like, we don't, we we meet, like, three new characters in that book. Like, it's, and usually we meet, like, 20 in every book. Like, (laughs) (laughs) but we meet, like, Slughorn and Cormac the Claggin. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Um, if I could go... I could, we could have an entire episode, like two hours of me talking about why Cormac McLaggen is the worst character in the entire series, literally worse than Voldemort. If I, I'm not even going to censor this, if I could bring his neck, I would do it in a heartbeat. I would literally throw him off the astronomy tower. I hate him so much. He makes me, it's like Cormac McLaggen's character fills me with so much rage. It's like not even, it's not even funny. It's like, he makes me so mad. I don't know why Harry didn't kill him in the sixth book because I would have. I know, that's it. That's the extent of me being upset about Cormac until we meet him. Who else is in that book? Like, uh, we meet Fenrir (laughs) Greyback at the end and the Caros, I think. They're in there, right? Yes. We don't know yes. their names yet, I don't think. We do, because he, he when, um, spoiler alert, when Dumbledore is like, he, he, ad- <laughs> he addresses them by name, I think, because they were in the tower. Oh, okay. Yeah, Bellatrix is there, common misconception. Uh. Yeah. I do. I think maybe only one of the Karos is there because I do remember him addressing Electo by name. I just remember when they he learned that the Karos were the teachers. That Harry was like, "Oh yeah, I remember him at the top of the tower." Yeah. Either I think only one of them was there because Dumbledore addressed them by name and said, "Where is your sibling?" And they said, "Oh, he's downstairs." Like <laughs> he's downstairs, like <laughs> torturing children. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> okay. 
Yeah, let's see if it's sorcerer's stone. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you. We appreciate it. Come back for Chamber of Secrets. Wow. It's going to be great. Yeah. As we both just said, it's the least, it's the worst fucking entire series. That was a great way to end it. <laughs>